Welcome to the Coffee with Jeff and Jason podcast. Tune in for freshly brewed discussion on everything you need to know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your hosts, Jeff Tessier and Jason Harris. Air guitar, should I continue to do <laughs> I love our intros, Austin. You're the best. Hey, everyone. What's going on? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining us on another podcast. We get to talk about it. It's Coffee with Jason, by the way. I, I meant to say that. Thank you for joining us on an episode of Coffee with Jason and Jeff. I am Jason. That is Jeff Tessier and Morning. Austin. Only Austin. Kind of like Beyonce. It's just Austin. Um, <laughs> you get sick and tired of me telling that joke, don't you? <laughs> like, I mean, I wonder what Jason awesome. <laughs> hey um man hey thank you guys for if you're out there watching listening really appreciate you taking the time to join us we're we're, we're kind of getting our morning going and getting our coffee uh going uh today's show um austin's got some cool topics with us uh, for us and then me and jeff are going to kind of just dive into it agree with it disagree with it argue about it um i will more than likely find a proverbial rabbit hole to go down and chase a squirrel um at some point in time during this podcast so if that happens i apologize but i really don't apologize all right let's go <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> not sorry did you ever do that when you were a kid sorry not sorry <laughs> <clears throat> all right today let's talk a little bit about uh how to have a successful private sale and what sort of uh goes into sort of strategies around um, having a good private sale. Um, yeah. Private sale. All right. Let's talk about a good private sale. While I'm doing this, I need you to find a, a, a clip for me uh, from the movie called um, The Goods. Um, <laughs> is it Sell Hard? I can't remember it. Do you remember it? Something like that, yeah. Austin, you'll find it. Okay. Let's let's get into <laughs> great movie, by the way. <laughs> I knew where you're going as soon as you said, find me. Find me, find me a clip from this. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Look, here's the thing with private sales. They crack me up, okay? Because for all intents and purposes, a, a dealership has the capabilities operationally uh, to do this themselves, but there is this proverbial button that they can push and they bring in this private sale expert and you know they usually are you know overly caffeinated bouncing off the walls excited to be there and maybe it's just a level of energy that your dealership dip doesn't normally have um but 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 i think we have to understand as an industry that you know at the dealership level we have the ability you know from a process perspective a marketing perspective and an operations perspective be able to do this for ourselves but we've chosen not to. And there's been some monster companies out there that have built major, major businesses off of this. Um, Jeff, what was your first private sell? I'm curious. I don't even remember. It was probably like 20, almost 20 years ago now. <laughs> I was working at a Chrysler dealer and there was one that, and it was old school, hard closing chaos <laughs> it, it actually i wasn't in sales at the time but i was just like i wouldn't want to be a customer at this moment <laughs> it was hardcore 
<laughs> so my my thoughts like when we had the dealerships right i mean we were fairly new and to do a private sale at the dealership at hamilton mm -hmm. wasn't really a thing to, to really do in the first couple of years right but you know you get a lot of pressure from the manufacturer you guys should do a private sale this dealer up here did one and they sold like 10 cars and you should i'm like i my total impressions of private sales were just not good so i i said no there's no 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 way i'm doing that right but i i think it can be done very well if there's a lot of you know good planning that goes into it you've got a good focus group that you want to focus on you've got everybody on board right like um i've hosted a few private sales and unfortunately they don't really get the whole dealership involved right or aware right from reception which just blows very true that's very true. So, like, if you're not going to get your receptionist, the one taking phone calls to understand what it is that's going on, what's the point? Or even the parts or service guys, right? Like technicians, anybody. Mm -hmm. So that everybody, the advisor is saying to the customers even, hey, while you're here, your car's here. Do you mind if we get somebody to appraise it? Or do you have some time to come over to the front? We've got this great event coming on. You know what I mean? There's so much prep work and costs that go into it. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but, I mean, that can be on a daily anyways. But to me that communication and getting the team entire team on yeah. board to understand what it is, what you're trying to accomplish, what the goals are, how they can participate. You know, they're not just there to go up front and get a free donut. <laughs> no, no, no. You're look, you're hundred percent right. I mean, I think, you know, look, my first impression of a private cell when it was, it was really an event. And I actually do remember it because I was probably about 10 or 12. And, you know, this is, you know, one of my first times at a car dealership with my dad. And, you know, there was a sales event going on. There was a petting zoo. There was a monster truck. All right. There was a hot dog guy. And I think I got my face painted possibly. Um, or I got a balloon animal, I think, out of it. You know what I mean? But this was years later, I, I've learned that that was an event company. All right. That would put this thing on. And I think at some point in time, that's what kind of private sales were. They were, they, they were events, you know, they were, you know, the funny things we call them private. You know, I mean, I do remember at one point in time, them actually being a private sale, meaning that you had to have an invitation. They were typically done off site. You know, they were at, you know, let's call it a, an empty shopping mall, you know, uh, parking lot uh, with tents, you know, and it was kind of an invite only, you know, kind of a model, right? Like, well, if you didn't have an invite, you weren't coming, you know, and it was just the, the idea of an event at the dealership, I think is absolutely amazing, you know, and I think bringing in, you know, new people with new energy and new excitement to really host an event to make sense. Now, private sales kind of ultimately adjusted over the period of time and to your point became way more aggressive and loud and a little crazy. You know, um, Austin, you have a perfect, uh, uh, a perfect video clip of what I think people envision a private sale as, as is. Do you want to play that for us real quick? Yeah. Is this the one you were talking about? This is it. Is sell metal. Sell the metal. Sell the metal. Feel exactly like I did before I landed on Iwo Jima. I swear to God, there's no difference at all. Attaboy, Teddy. Pain is weakness leaving the body. Oh, 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 
Sell these bastard cars! Sell the metal! 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 Welcome to Selic Motors. Let's get you in a car. <laughs> well, there you go. There's the classic stuff. I don't know how in the world. Well, I don't know what that came up from, but anyway. That is awesome. Uh, <laughs> sell the metal. By the way, this should that should be the name of this of this particular uh, podcast is Sell the Metal. If, if anybody has not seen this movie, you need. Oh, it's a great movie. movie. And if you if you have already seen it then you need to watch it again um immediately after this podcast um because it just it just it's just fun it's just fun right and but 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 you know it, it look the movie is about this group of people that go around and host these events you know and you know they really put an event on they have a concert they have uh, petting zoo whatever it's just it's 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 it's, it's an event so here's the thing i i think what it is Today, all right, I go to a private cell. I walk in. There's like three balloons. I'm not kidding you. This is typical, right? Maybe there's not there's any balloons at all. All right. There's a table, possibly with a cloth hanging over it, but it could just be a table. All right. With a with with a guy or a lady sitting there to greet you, all right, with a box of stale donuts and a box of cold coffee. Right. And and they welcome you into the dealership like it's an event. But you look around the dealership, the dealership doesn't look any differently than any other day you come into this place. And it drives me effing nuts. Like I just think, you know, like I don't know. Usa. You know, but no, I get angry. I get angry, right? It's like well, they need to put the effort in to get the results that they want, right? <laughs> They're not going to put any effort reason. in. What's the point? Let's spend fifteen grand, do this event, and half-ass it, and then cry when we sold, you know, nowhere near the amount of cars and didn't really do anything different than we do every day, right? So, yes. I mean, I, I like definitely the idea of having things for the kids to do and stuff like that as well, right? Because you. You're going to expect people are going to bring their families, right? Make it. You Look, you can't call it an event and not make it an event. Like, it's just you really want to screw up your perception, your consumer's perception of you as a company. Do stupid stuff like this. All right. Have an event and not actually have an event. You know what I mean? Make it something. If you're going to call it private, make it private. And I need a beeper on this thing because i want to say a bunch of yeah, yeah, yeah. right now uh, <laughs> but, but you know what i mean like i mean come on people like look and this doesn't take much anymore to make events you know what i mean like it doesn't it doesn't take much to create an event and you know what maybe you can shoot a couple birds with one stone and create a community event and an opportunity to have conversations like here's the point look no one wants to sell no no one wants to be sold anymore so so why would i want to come to a three-day event so i can be sold a car what no 
Like, I mean, th- th- we're, we're over this, people. Like, get over it. We're over this. We don't want to be sold something. But here's what we do want. We want an experience. All right? So if you're going to tell me during these three days that there's going to be a very different experience than any other day I come into your dealership, okay, you piqued my interest. What's the experience? <sighs> Have it defined. Make it clear. All right? Look. People don't show up because you got hot dogs and balloons. Well, even if you did have hot dogs and balloons, it'd probably be an upgrade for most of y'all, right? Um, but, like, you know, like, make it an experience. <coughs> Excuse me. Make it an event. Um, we have a dealership that we work with, and during the summer, they regularly host, you know, a, an outdoor uh, movie night, you know, for families. Um, in fact, if, if you don't have a vehicle, they'll actually provide you a vehicle to sit in and watch the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cool. What a better way, right, to get someone to to, to uh, into a new vehicle is like, don't go ahead, go ahead and leave your old your old vehicle up there. We have a brand new minivan already set up in the back. It's got blankets. You're gonna find a little picnic basket in there with some snacks. All right, the movie starts. The movie starts around dusk. It's gonna be about seven forty-five, right? Like, come on. So here I am. Like, think about it. like this is an event. So like, I, look, you you kind of found a way to kind of do a community, and but but like a community event and a kind of a sell at the same time, but you're not really selling because like what is selling anymore? Selling is just is creating conversations. It's getting into a conversation with someone. That's selling. Selling is conversations. Selling is not you know three days where we only have these prices and you'll never get these prices any other day of the week, which we know is shit. Yeah, we're not a furniture company. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't buy these, you know, these these extra pieces, you know, from our provider in China. That's like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, I didn't get. Well, this is a this is an STXFL edition. What the hell does that stand for? Well, it was kind of like the manufacturer had some extra parts when they were done building the first, you know, three thousand units, and so they kind of put together these models, and they're just they're just cheaper because <laughs> they're built from extra parts we don't have that the furniture world actually does have something similar to that but <laughs> they'll be like this was slightly damaged or this was you know uh they were using this fabric and they rent you know and they had to use the rest of what they purchased because they can't buy it anymore and they built these extra chairs like they yeah. actually do do stuff like that in the furniture industry we don't do that in the automotive industry anyways i'll shut up i'm a stupid rabbit hole all right but Here's the bottom line, and then we'll move on to our next topic. Um, if you're going to host an event, make it an effing event. Okay. What else you got? <laughs> like that? Yeah. So, like, how, like you said a little bit, you dove into a little bit, but like it's a conversation. Um, how, like, salesy can you get with a, with a private event? Like, where where does the sales part come into it? Like I get that you have to make an event, make it enjoyable, make it enticing to come to. How do you make a sale at a private event? You can't make a sale out of an event. The goal of an event is to get into conversation. All right. And then within conversations, you'll find opportunities to sell something. Right. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, we, we build the events for the wrong goal, right? We build the events with the intent to sell somebody something, but nobody wants to be sold anything, all right? Nobody wants to be sold anything. You know what I mean? 
like uh so so the goal should be to generate conversations because conversations can turn into into sales you know i, I had a, a ford dealership we worked with a few years back um host a um small business a small business luncheon okay and you know it was it was designed for landscape companies electrical companies electricians uh contractors subcontractors hvac companies like i mean you name it there was probably like a dozen different companies right you know there and it was just introducing you know what all different ways that you can utilize an f-150 or 250 or 350, you know, for some of those. And it was just kind of like, hey, we want you to come out and just, you can ask us. We're bringing our experts with us. All right, we understand that these trucks are your livelihoods. These aren't just, for them it was a little different, right? Because it was perfect. They knew their audience, right? So their audience was very, very specific. You know, it was like their audience, they use their, their specific audience uses their vehicles as their livelihood not as a means to get to their livelihood. It is their livelihood, right? So, you know, they were, they were, they were able to discuss, you know, all the different towing capabilities and capacities, but then also maintenance costs and then prepaid maintenance costs and financing options and different financing options. And, you know, um, add-ons, you had cabs and you had, you know, if there's all, you know, uh, roof racks and rails and all kinds of stuff, right? But what it was is they had about 60 plus conversations with small businesses about what their business may need from a transportation perspective. And I'll tell you this, they sold some cars. Like they did, right? They turned all all those conversations turned into some of those conversations turned into some to some pretty hefty size relationships. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Because as some of the small business were growing, guess where their trucks were coming from? <laughs> you know, like so I, I think we, we, we take the approach of events incorrectly. The goal should never be to sell a car. The goal should be to have as many conversations as possible. And then in those conversations, you'll find opportunities that <clears throat> or you'll be able to sell or guide someone to a sell. And even then, I don't like to use the word sell. A solution. Solution. Thank you. <laughs> well, it is. It's a solution, right? Well, ultimately, right? I mean, and, and, and the less harsh we are in the sale during like conversation with the customers we just want to sell them a car the customers walls are building and building and building right so they they know what's going on they already know they're going to get hammered if they're coming in we just have that conversation show them a new car maybe they've got a new model that has just come out hey i know you bought this car two years ago yep. and you may you know let's go for a drive and i'd like to get your feedback on it that that's something that will go a long ways with the customer, even if they're not going to buy today. Hundred percent. Now, now they've better understood the car, and you didn't try to jam it down their throat. And maybe they'll decide that they really need that car today or two months from now. Who knows? Now I do remember in some situations where a legitimate sell, like a fire sell, actually had to happen. Okay, give you a Over couple. Blocks, yeah, yeah. We'll give you a couple examples, right? Like, um, we, you know, I. I worked for a dealership once that had, uh, we went through a monster hailstorm, right? And uh, the cars that we had, the, the ones that could be fixed got fixed. And then the ones that need to be written off got written off. And there were some that was just kind of like in the middle, right? Where it's like, okay, we were able to claim insurance money off these vehicles, but then I could take that insurance money, drop the price of these vehicles so significantly and just blow them out the door, you know? 
so it was a proper hail scratching dent hailstorm. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a proper. I remember another situation um, where <laughs> the let's say the owner, possibly maybe it was the GM, got maybe overly excited about a specific model and insanely increased uh, their order. <laughs> To the point where it was like we were literally overstock of a very very specific model and just physically didn't even have the room to put the damn things and we needed to get them out get them out right so that was another one um now i did work for a group that they did this on a regular basis is they hosted a very big used car blowout meaning instead of them losing money and sending vehicles to the auction they would have this one last hoorah Right. And it was every vehicle that maybe they, they bought incorrectly or maybe they put too much money in it or maybe the re, the reconditioning cost was just astronomically more and it ended up setting it. Or maybe there was a color or a smell or something, whatever, for whatever reason, couldn't find an ass for the seat. Right. And it was just like we had all intentions of sending this car to an auction and getting ourselves out of it. Right. And then moving on. But before we did that, we legitimately had a sale. You know, just said, look, we were very honest and transparent. These cars are going to auction next week. All right. If you're not buying it this week, it's going to auction next week. That's you're not always like the window. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's legitimate. The price is the price is because if I send it to auction, I have to minus my auction fees. So that is why I have it right there. <laughs> you know, so if you want to buy it now, that's great. Otherwise, the bloody thing's going to auction. And then that was a legitimate, let's call it sale. You know, <clears throat> but I think we mixed the two. I know I'll get off this topic, but I think we mixed the two uh, between sale and event. And for some reason, we try to shove it in to it. Anyways, any, anything else, Austin? You want to go deeper down that rabbit hole? <laughs> um, and then, so I'm assuming in your marketing efforts, you should, you should, talk about the experience that the customer is going to have and, and not so much about the exact uh, savings or like the offer. It depends if it's a sale. See, that's what I'm saying. This is the problem. We sign to, to like try to mold an event and a sale into the same thing, right? Like, you know, it's like, okay, a sale is a sale. And yes, can it cover a period of time? Cool. You know, but don't call it an event unless you're going to make it an event. Right. You can just legitimately run a sale. You know, like we did at that group, we had it was nine rooftops collectively once a year. You know, we took our problem vehicles and we did it. Now you don't have to do that anymore. There's so many other solutions. You just don't have to do that anymore. Um, but like that's the way we did it. And it was very effective. And at least we picked up money on the financing side. So, like, <laughs> made sense, but that was a legitimate sell. Um, if you're going to do an event, you got to do an event. So from a marketing perspective, you know, the messaging that really needs to come out is it needs to be super transparent about what you're actually doing and what the expectations are, what they're going to be preload the crap out of them. You know, Jeff, you got kids, you know what preloading means. Um, like you tell them in advance what it is and what is going to happen. You know, we used to run, uh, we did, we used to run credit repair events, right? And at these or, or credit yeah, I guess we call them credit repair events, credit. Anyways, bottom line, it was a credit challenge event. That's pretty much what it was, right? And we, you know, we looked at all the vehicles our group had. And, you know, we put 
the ones that we knew would book the best, all right, for people that were probably credibly challenged, right? And, you know, the funny thing is there wasn't any salespeople there. It was all finance managers. Uh, the cars, look, because what you had to do is you had to sell them on it was, the payment uh, first. You had to sell them on the payment, and then you walked them over to the section where these are the cars that fit your payment. Which one would you like? <laughs> you know? I don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't know if you did. You probably can't in some, and I bet you in some places you, you still can do that. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, look, guys, I know we're getting towards the telling of our conversation on on this, and this has been a fun uh, episode of Coffee with Jason and Jeff. Uh, if you guys really like the content, uh, please check out strategywithjason.com. Uh, you can also find us anywhere on social and any podcast channel. Right, Austin? Every podcast channel? Any of them? Most yep. of them? Okay, most of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can check us out there uh thank you so much for taking the time to jam with us today this has been a lot of fun all right guys you say bye to the audience good afternoon have a good one thanks for tuning in to the coffee with jeff and jason podcast with your hosts jeff tessier and jason harris don't want to miss out on new content be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.